بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وبارك على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا أما بعد حياكم الله جميعا وبارك الله فيكم uh, Before we begin uh, the brothers from the masjid جزاهم الله خير they've uh, provided some of these notebooks I believe we, we took some at the beginning I don't know if it was the beginning of this book or beginning of Quadra Arba, but we had like, some of these notebooks at the beginning. If anyone wants to take uh, one for themselves now, then they're free to do so, inshallah. Uh, So, uh, essentially, essentially, in the last lesson, we were discussing the principle of al-wala wal-bara, yani loving and hating for the sake of Allah, and association or disassociation for the sake of Allah. And this is a foundation from the foundation of Islam and the foundation of the Muslimin. And the foundation of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. And so, from the, the things that the Shaykh was discussing, was the importance of the differentiation between, or the, the importance of distinguishing yourself as the Muslims, and distinguishing what you're upon, and distinguishing yourself from others that have opposed the Haqq. And the Sheikh explains that if the individual is upon the way of the Salaf al-Salih, so he's upon the way of the Salaf al-Salih by way of his Aqeedah, his Manhaj, his, his Adab, and, and by way of his obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then your love for that individual will be a love which is complete. A complete form of love. However, if... This individual has fallen short in some regard, then of course your love for that individual will be uh, will be uh, less than that. And so your love for the individual is in accordance with what's apparent in terms of their obedience to Allah and adherence to the Haq. And so the Shaykh went on to discuss the affair of Ahlul Bid'ah, the affair of the people of innovation, and that some of the people of innovation. When it comes to what they're upon, then no doubt we have hatred for them, for what they're upon in their opposition to the Haq, or all of the people in the nation reality. And so we hate them for what they're upon in terms of opposing the truth and opposing the Sunnah and the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi But it's not a love uh, or a hate rather that is absolute, for they have Islam with them as well, so we love them for that affair of Islam. And so the Shaykh goes on to mention, وَمِنْ حُنَا وَاجِبَ النُّسِ لِلطَّلَبَةِ الْعِلْمِ أَنْ يَهْذَرُوا أَحْلُ الْبِدَعِ وَيُحَذِّرُوا أَحْلُ الْبِدَعِ And so here it's upon us to advise as well the students of knowledge that they warn against and they have caution when it comes to the people of innovations. وَنُوَشْتَنِبُوا مَجَالِسُهُمْ And they stay away from their gatherings. وَإِنَّ الْأَلْوَانَهُمْ 
وإن المال إن الناو لهم الكلام فإن نالهم الكلام وبذلوا وبذلوه لهم من المعروف شيئا كثيرا فإن منهج السلف وأكيد السلف التي تتجلى في فهم الإسلام والإيمان وإحسان فهم صحيحا لا يجوز الإنسان أن يتاجر بها And so the Shaykh goes to mention that if the person comes across the scenario where they have, they have speech with them, Ahlul Bida'ah, Naam, or they exert something of good in relation to them, then they suffice with the manhaj of the Salaf of Salih and the Aqeedah of the Salaf of this Ummah, in which this is the means, the correct means of a person understanding Islam, Iman, and Ihsan. An understanding of the correct understanding. And it's not permissible that the person try, tries to trade with that. And he trades with the affair of deen. And so the reality is, the person should not find himself seeking to flatter or flatter to deceive when it comes to this affair of the faham or hey and here is the aqeed of the salaf al-salih for indeed this is your ras al-mal what you refer to as the ras al-mal your ras al-mal is the capital that you have and so when we refer to your capital and anyone that's aware of business you have a capital in terms of money and assets, you use that to trade with. You use that to trade with in terms of seeking to gain profit. However, if you're trading with your deen, could no doubt the deen is haq. So this is the khayr. If you're trading with your deen, then no good is going to come from it. It's not, you're not going to be able to trade it for something which is better than it. And so if you're trained in your understanding of the, of the, the faham of salaf al-salih, which is deen and which is haq, then what you're going to trade it with is impossible to trade it with something which is better than it. As Allah Ta'ala states, We'll come of the truth except for falsehood. For indeed, if once you found the truth, that's what you have to cling to now. And so... This is your this is your capital that you have. It's a fair of the aqidah. Are your, your the true creed, the correct creed. Now and so it's upon the individual to strive by way of the affair. And strive by way of a kalimatul haq, speaking a word of truth. And strive by way of the qalam, if they have to write in relation to adhering to the truth, in defense of the truth, and defense of the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which no doubt is clear, and that the people of innovation are seeking to distort, and seek, seek to generally to muddy the waters of it. And no doubt that these people of innovation are upon different forms of their innovations as well. Whether it be the people of innovations 
la'afuna into the innovations of old. Or ahlul bid'ah and mu'asara. When you have ahlul bid'ah and mu'asara, the people of innovation that are within our current time that we're living in now, and their contemporary, their contemporary innovations. لِذَانَكُوا فِي حَقِّ الْمُبْتَدِعِ يُحِبُّ بِمَا عِنْدَهُ مِنْ إِسْلَامِ وَيُبْغِدُهُ وَيُهْجَرُ وَيُقَاتِ مَجْلِسُهُ وَمَوَاصِلَتُهُ حَتَّى يَتْرُقْ بِدْعَتُهُ الَّتِي يَدْعُوا النَّاسِ إِلَيْهَا وَذَلِكْ بِحَسِبَ الْمَصْلَحَ وَالدُّرَاءَ الْمَفْسَدَةِ And so, the Shaykh mentions in, in terms of the in terms of summary, this is so due to that we say that in relation to the Mubtadi, relation to the, the innovator, then we have love for them by way of that which they have for Islam. We have love for them by way of that which they have for Islam. However, we have hatred for them, we boycott them, we cut them, we cut off their gatherings, we don't, we don't attend their gatherings. And we do not establish communication with them until they leave off their innovations. That they that these innovations that they're calling the people to. And this is this is due to the fact that it brings about a greater benefit. And repels a harm, the great harm. يجب أن يقال الحق ويبين ولا يكتم لا يحملون بدعة واحدة وإنما يحملون بدعة متعددة فالتنظيم السرية في دور المسلمة بالبدعة والمجالس السرية دور العوام الناس بحجة المذاكرة وكراعة العلم هذه من بدعة وهكذا الانصراف عن العلوم الشرعية التي تربط الشباب الأمة بخالقهم وبارئهم سبحانه وبنسبة وبسنة نبيهم عليه الصلاة والسلام. And so this is what, and what you find as well is that you have many of these jamaat, many of these groups which are present, يعني present in terms of their da'wah. And they adhere to their different forms of innovation. <clears throat> it's a must that the person speaks a word of truth in relation to them. I warn it against them. And that they clarify what, they, what, is, what they're upon by way of their innovation. And that they do not remain silent when it comes to that which they're upon from their opposition to the haqq. For indeed, these groups, they do not take on maybe one innovation, but they carry and they take on many different forms of, and different types of innovations. And so then you find that these, you have these organizations, or the secret organizations within the lands of the Muslims, in which they are harboring innovations, and secret gatherings, outside the general Muslims. And they have these governments. However, 
They say these gatherings are for revision of ilm and for reading of ilm. However, it's there, the reality is to harbor the innovations. And likewise, is the case the case that you find that these individuals seek to draw the people away from the knowledge of the Sharia. And draw the people away in relation to this to this ilm, this deen, <coughs> which in reality is the means of the shabab of this ummah, the youth of this ummah, having an attachment to their Lord, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And thus having an attachment to the Prophet, and his Prophet, alayhi salatu wasalam. And adhering to that, and being an aid of that, the support of that, and defense of that. All of this is from the bid'ah, when the person is directed away from that. All this is from in the innovations. And this is from the innovations that you find from these jama'at, from these organizations, these groups. From these jama'at, as jama'at al-ikhwan, and the first was ikhwan al-muslimin. Or from them is the tabligh, jama'at al-tabligh. Where they take the people away from the actual learn the teachers of Islam and the ilm of the Sharia, and these are the groups. So these are examples of groups that are that are found that are found within, yeah, amongst the ummah. Now, and so the Sheikh goes to mention al Hadar al Hadar, min kulli ashab al bid'ah. خرجوا المنهج الحق إلى منهج الوافد اخترعه من يجهل الأمور والأدلة على ذلك قائمة أنهم يجهلون الأمور فالمؤسسون لها يجهلون المنهج الرسل وأتباعهم في الدعوة إلى الله فلذا كان الولاء والبراء قائدة الإيمانية فإن القادة مؤسسين لهذه الجماعة لم يطبقوا باب الولاء والبراء على الوجه المراد منهم شرعا. And so, as mentioned, it's upon the individual that he has caution and that he's cautious against all of the different individuals upon innovation. That have left the methodology of truth, and that are in reality afflicted by ignorance. I've been ignorant of the affairs, and reality is that those that have established these organisations and these groups, they are individuals that are jahil and they are ignorant in relation to the manhaj of the messengers and those that follow them when it comes to calling to Allah. And so we understand that this affair of al-wala al-bara, the love and the hate for the sake of Allah, is a qaida imaniya, is a qaida in which our iman is based. And so... What you find from those that establish these groups 
is that they do not implement this particular this particular principle when it comes to al wala al wara. They do not implement it in a manner that is intended related to the Sharia. بعض زعماء هذه الجماعة صرح في رسائله ومنشوراته بأن الرافضة إخوة للمسلمين وما خلاف بيننا وبينهم إلا في فروع المسائل خل خلاف بين المذاهب So what you find and from the statements that these individuals make from them for example the إخوان المسلمين is that they would say that أسود الرافضة and the Rafi of the Shia. The Rafi, the individuals that curse the companions, they will say that as for Rafi, then they are, blood, they are brothers to the Muslims. And the difference between us and them is only in the subsidiary affairs, the smaller affairs, and the affairs that branch off just like you find the khilaf difference of opinion between the madahib, yani the schools of thought and fiqh. And so, what the attempt here is, is that they attempt to make a distinction between, or they attempt to make a similarity rather, between a difference of opinion when it comes to the usul and the difference of opinion in the furu, by like foundations and, and when it comes to the, se- the secondary affairs. But the reality is, Ahlul Ibn, they mentioned, Barakallahu Fikum, that when it comes to ikhtilaf, when it comes to differing, then there are two types of differing. There are two types of differing. The first type of differing is referred to as ikhtilaf al-tanawwah. Ikhtilaf al-tanawwah. Ikhtilaf al-tanawah is where you have differing in the affairs of furu', yani the affairs that branch off. And so ikhtilaf al-tanawah, for example, we have difference of opinion when it comes to fiqh. Then this is something which is acceptable. You can differ with another individual if you feel like you have some evidence. Methalan, for example, if a person says I, I have differing of an opinion when it comes to where I put my hands after I come for ruku'ah. Now, so for example, he says, after I come out of Rakur, where to put my hands? One person says, I put it in the back of my chest, the other person says, I put it in the back, the back down by my side. I said, and then with that, they will say, this is a khtilaf, a tanawa. It's a khtilaf, a tanawa. Then you have a khtilaf, The second time is a khtilaf, And so this form of khtilaf is where is different of opinion when it comes to the usul. And this is impermissible. And you cannot differ with an individual when it comes to the foundations. The foundation of our aqidah. The foundation of our aqidah, the foundations of our belief in Allah, the foundation when it comes to our belief in the messengers, the foundation when it comes to our belief in the arkan of iman, for example. The foundations when it comes to our belief regarding the sahaba, the companions. These things are foundational things and aspects of deen in which we have to adhere to the truth. 
Or that actually had to hear the truth in all offence. But there is no room for manoeuvre when it comes to these offence. So when a person now states that the difference of opinion between us and them is one of furo, then they are trying to make this affair of what the, the rawafid are upon, the, the, the rafid are upon. They are trying to enter that affair into the affair of ikhtilaf atanawwa. So they're trying to say the difference of opinion between Ahlul Sunnah and the Shia and the Rafida, the only this is a smaller difference. But the reality is it's a great difference. Due to the fact that the position that they hold in many of the affairs, and as mentioned, from the greatest the greatest issue that they hold is in relation to what they say regarding the companions. The same companions that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has praised by way of his statement of Sabi Kuna Awalun. The first and foremost from amongst the companions from those that made Hijrah to Mecca from Mecca to Medina and the Ansar the inhabitants of Medina amongst the companions and then those that follow them in good Allah is pleased with them and likewise they are pleased with him. Allah Ta'ala praises individuals. So this is an affair of a soul, an affair of our foundations. And so no a person cannot come and say after that that the difference between us is one of the smaller subsidiary affairs. And so the Shaykh goes to mention in relation to that, that, that speech, we have the Qiyas Fasid. So this comparison being made is one which is evil and corrupt in reality. وَقَبِيهَ أَفْعَالِهِمْ وَسُوَةُ صَرُّفَاتِهِمْ وَبِالْإِضَافِ إِلَى الشِّرْكِيَاتِ دَمُّ إِلَيْهَا بَعْضِ دَمُّ إِلَيْهَا بُغْضِ أَصْحَابِ النَّبِيِّ صلى الله عليه وسلم إِلَّا بِدْعُ النَّفْرِ And so, as for the Rafida, I had a Shia, the Rafida, then they're known, what they're upon is known. And they're known for their evil creed. And the evilness and ugliness of their actions. Along with that, their mannerisms that they, that, that they come with. And that's in addition to the affair of the shirk that they're upon. And they include within that their hatred for the companions, except for a small number of them. And from those that they hate from amongst those they hate the most, among the best of the companions, Abu Bakr and Umar. And these are from the world, the best of people that have placed their feet upon the earth after the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And so when the one that Established the Jama'at the, the jama to the Khwan, the, the Khwan Muslimin, who goes by the name of Hassan al-Banna. When he's established, or when he says, rather, that the Rafida, they are our brothers, and they've been our brothers for years, then, as the Shaykh mentioned, this is a khata fahish. This is an evil mistake. And a rejected affair. 
That is rejected speech. وَهُوَ تَعْبِيرٌ يَدُلُّ عَلَى جَهَلِ الْقَائِلِ This is an expression and a speech which is indicative of the jahl, the ignorance of the one making a statement. The ignorance of the one making a statement in regards to the manhaj of Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah. And so, this is the affair of the Qawani Muslimin. Likewise, from the statements of the Qawani Muslimin, this is, and the Sheikh is referring to some of these statements, as to make clear that this affair of al-wala wal-bara is one thing, it's an asal, and how it can be opposed, and who these groups are that oppose it, and from the, from the, the most, from the abrasum, I know the group that is the most apparent, upon the Sahar Muslimin, in the, in the arena of the Muslims, amongst the Muslimin, is the Khwani Muslimin, this group, the Khwani Muslimin. And so they will say this, they will say, seek to make an attachment between the general Muslim and the Rafida, as mentioned. And you can see why that's wrong. But likewise as well, you can see here they go on to mention, for example, or as mentioned from uh, Hassan al-Banda as well, in the Laysa Bainana wa Bainal Yahud Ada Dini. And so they will say, he says, in relation to us and the Yehudi, the Muslims and the, and the Jews, that there is no issue and there's no khilaf, there's no difference between us. The difference between us is not in relation to deen. So the, the reason why there's difference between the Muslims and the Yehud is not deen. Rather, the difference between us and them is an affair of economics. It's an affair of economics. This is, why, this is what he's saying. Now, as so the Sheikh says in relation to the speech, murkar bin murkar bin and This is evil speech. This is evil speech. لأن الله عز وجل أعلن أداوة اليهود والمشركين للمؤمنين. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He has made it clear. Allah ta'ala has mentioned that the enmity that occurs from the Yehud and the Mushrikeen, the enmity and the, the, the hatred that the Mushrikeen have for the believers. But when we statement that the Jidan Ashad the Nasi Adawata Liladina Amro Yahuda will Ladina Ashraku. And indeed you will find that the people that have the most and the most severe amount of enmity for those who believe are the Yahud, I the Jews, and then those that uh them those that commit shirk with Allah, the Mushiku. And so this statement now where they say the only, the only difference between us and them is in relation to economics is one which is ajeeb and gharib. Is one which is strange and can never ever be harmonized with this ayah. They cannot coexist. I, this statement which is of course batil and false where they say that it's only the difference between us and them is, is only economics. It's an economical difference. And then you have the statement of Allah, of Allah Taala, 
which is that they are the Ashent. They have the most severe and the greatest of enmity towards the believers is those from the Yehud and those that disbelieve. I am full of Tishin. Now, and so, no doubt, this is something which is in relation to Bidah as well. Innovations. What you find with these innovations is that one thing leads on to another. So one innovation will lead on to another and a greater innovation. And so they may fall into a, a harm of something and then it be- becomes excessively worse. As we know, as say, then evil deed calls to his companion, his, his sister has mentioned, another evil deed. And so they become progressively worse. The example of that is the example of Dhu Khoreisra. The example of Dhu Khoreisra, that evil deed where he sought to challenge the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi when it came to the distribution of the war booty, and he said, Eidli Ya Muhammad, I be just, O Muhammad. From that evil deed of opposing the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, is that who came from him? The Khawarij. The Khawarij came from there after that. Where you find that some Ahlul Ilm from them, Shaykh al Islam of our time, Shaykh Abdul Aziz ibn Baz, Rahimahullah, mentioned that they're not from amongst the Muslims. The Khawarij are not regarded as being from amongst the Muslims. So it started off with that action and led to that which was greater. And Ya'ali ala Qawl. Yani, uh, they've left the fall of Islam by way of what they're upon. And so this is prevalent here, this is relevant here rather, where we look at the the error that these people have when it comes to wala wal bara. So they may have error when it comes to wala wal bara, yani loving and hate for the sake of Allah, and they say that there's no difference between us and the Shia. We're all Muslims. And so that what ends up happening after that, what it leads to is that when they say we want to unite the Muslims, and they want to unite the Muslims upon this principle that they refer to as ma'adra wa ta'awun. Ma'adra, yeah, that, that they will, that they excuse each other for that which they differ upon, and come together and cooperate upon what they agree upon. Ma'adra wa ta'awun. And so when it comes to this affair, then what we say is that these individuals are fallen into error. And they are, they are exercising for that principle of, or for that false principle, they are using another false principle. That false principle being al-ghaya to barrul wasila. That the ends justifies the means. And of course the ends does not justify the means. So they will say that we want the ends to be unity of the Muslims. Naam. And so they say that the means that we have to take is that we have to leave off the things that we disagree about. And just ignore those things and come together from what we agree upon. To attain the, the end means, which is the unity of the Muslims. However, that the the or to, end, to attain that end uh, that uh, goal at the end. However, the means that are taken to do that cannot be justified. Because now you're ignoring a person that speaks ill of the companions, for example. And then what it leads to after that, and it's mentioned here 
is that they will not say we want unity to the Muslims after that. They don't stop there. Because Bid'ah essentially is not even it's not just within its own self. One action within its own self. It can't be comparable to a cancer essentially. Where it continuously grows and gets worse. And so thereafter, what you see the claims will be is that we need to come together with Ahlul Kitab and the people of the book. So I have to have a unity of people of the book. Hence why they will have statements about the Yehud, that they, we have no problem with the Yehud. The idea between us and the Yehud is only economical. Now, it's only in economics, only in regards to wealth. And they don't stop there. Then they will say, just bring everyone together. Because they are, as maybe you've heard the term before, they are our brothers in humanity. They are brothers in humanity. However, the reality is that when it comes to these affairs of loving and hating for the sake of Allah, that we associate people upon what is apparent from them when it comes to their obedience to Allah. When it comes to their adhering to the correct creed. When it comes to them adhering to the correct methodology. When it comes to adhering to correct mannerism. When it comes to them adhering to general obedience in their actions and ibadah. This is how we associate with the people. And this is the yeah, this is the yardstick. This is what we judge it upon. And so thereafter, Sheikh Zaid goes on to mention as well an example where it comes to the people that differ when it comes to the asma wasifat. When it comes to the asma. What's the fact? Where he will say, هذه النصوص نفوض العمرها إلى الله. So when it comes to these nusus, to these texts, then we will just leave the affair with Allah. We will leave that fair of Allah. I, they're saying, when it comes to our differing, when it comes to Asma wa Sifat, let's leave that fair of Allah. And so, the intent with this, with this particular speech, essentially is going back to their main principle. Leave that which we disagree upon. And come together from what we agree upon. So if we say we leave it to Allah, naam, then we understand that we disagree about an affair, just leave it to Allah. But let's just still, let's not pay attention to that. Let's turn a blind eye to that. Let's bury our heads in the sand in relation to that differing. Leave it with Allah. And then we will still cooperate with one another. And so this is what he mentions when it comes to the affair of Asma wa Sifat. However, as we know, there, there are different groups and different uh, jama'at that opposed the haqq when it came to the asma of Allah wa sifat when it came to the names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it's not possible when a person says we're going to leave this with Allah, only with Allah ta'ala because no it's upon us to take action now and have associations now Now, 
And so, the reality is, is that Allah Ta'ala, He has revealed us to us this affair of the, of the Asma wa Sifat. Wa Allah and he addresses us in that by way of that which we know and we understand. And we've been commanded as well with the affair of pondering over the Quran. From Fatiha, Surah Fatiha, all the way to the end of it. In order for us to understand its meaning. And so this is the relation to this affair of the Ikhwan al-Muslimin. And likewise when it comes to the affair of they, they came together with a point that had an agreement as well, established an agreement. And he mentions, And they had four, they, had, they established ten particular principles of healing when it came to their agreement. I commanded and and memorized them. ما حققوا الولاء والبراء الذين تحدث عنه هنا الآن في هذا الدرس وفيما يتعلق بمؤاخاتهم ومصافاتهم لسوفية أفضال مضلة وقد أثنى عليهم مؤسس الجماعة الإخوان ثناء آطرا الطريقة تسمى طريقة مرغنية and so likewise as well they have not established and made manifest this affair of Allah al So again, we mentioned the Asl al-Din. Along with that as well, is that they had inclinations and they had adhering and praised these different groups from the Sufis and the Sufi Tariqas. And they would, they would have great and grand praises for them. So it wasn't just an affair of al-wala wal bara that they fell into issue with. But essentially they began with their inclination towards Sufiya. So they began with their inclination towards Sufiya and the different Sufi tariqas. Now, the different Sufi Tariqas. And so, as a result of that, this is why they sought to implement this particular principle. They sought to implement this particular principle of, uh, of uh, coming together upon that which we agree upon and leaving off that which we disagree upon. Now, And so, Jake also mentioned, وَكُلَّ مَا تَلَعَ صَاحِبِ الْبِدْعَةِ فِي كُرُونَ الثَّلَاثَ الْأُولَى الْمُفَضِّلَةِ تَسْتَ لَهُ عُلَمَاءَ الرَّبَّانِيُونَ فَرَضُّوا عَلَيْهِ بِبِدْعَتُهُ 
وأشهروا عمره وحذروا الناس منه فقد بيّنوا بدعة القدرية نفاء القدر نفاة القدر وبيّنوا بدعة الجهمية وبيّنوا بدعة المعتزلة وهكذا كلما نبتت بدعة شيطانية بيّنوها وبي... نعم بيّنها أول العلم الذين فهموا كتاب ربهم وسنة نبيهم وفهموا كتاب ربهم وسنة نبيهم صلى الله عليه وسلم فهما صحيحا ينير الطريق وانتنشرح له الصدور ويبسر منه أراد الحق ليعيش في ذله ويموت عليه And so thus, the Shaykh goes on to mention that every time an innovation would occur and rear its head, when it came to the first three generations, the Salaf al-Salih, then the people of knowledge, the ulama al-Rabbaniyun, those that will cultivate the people, these people of knowledge would refute and reject what they're upon, or these innovations. And they would make clear and make it widespread that affair, and that innovation. It's by way of warning the people from it. And so these, these individuals from the ulama, they clarified the affair of the Qadriya. And these individuals that negated the qadr of Allah was clarifying the innovation of the Jahmiya and clarifying the innovation of the Mu'tazila. And so every time the shoots of an innovation would sprout, a new innovation would, would become apparent. Yeah, the innovation of Shaitaniya, an innovation of no doubt inspired by Shaitan. The people of knowledge, those that possessed knowledge, would clarify it. Because indeed they were the people that understood the book of Allah, the book of, of their Lord and the Sunnah of their Prophet. They understood it with a correct, with a correct understanding. And they would illuminate, they would make clear the path for the believers. And in the hearts, would incline and open towards that which they're calling to. And bring about clear insight for those that wanted the truth. I want the truth for themselves. So that they can live within and amongst that truth and die upon it. وَهَكَذَا لَمَّا جَاعَتِ الْبِدْعَةِ مُتَعَدِّدَةِ كَبِدَةِ سُوفِيَةِ تَصْدَى لَهُمْ الْعُلَمَاءِ رَبَّانِيُونَ فَالرَّدَّ عَلَيْهِ إِبْنَ تَيْمِيَ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهِ وَهُوَ الْإِمَامَ الْفَضْلِ الْمُجَدِّدَ النَّاسِهِ وَرَدَّ عَلَيْهِ تَلْمِيذُ إِبْنَ قَيِّمْ وَغَيْرِهِمَا مِنْ عُلَمَاءِ الشَّرِيَعِ وَرَدُّوا عَلَيْهِمْ بِدْعَةٌ سُوفِيَةٌ And so when the bid'ah, when the innovation of the Sufiya became apparent, and Now, when their innovation came from the Bid'ah of the Sufiya, then you found that the ulama of that time began to refute it and reject it. For amongst them, 
was Ibn Taymiyyah, Rahimahullah, and he was an Imam, a reviver, an advisor. And likewise, as well, from those that refuted them, was his student, Ibn Qayyim. And other than, the, other than them too, from the ulama, like those that had knowledge of the Sharia, they would collectively refute the innovations of the Sufiya. وَأَخْبَرُوا بِأَنَّ الدِّينَ اللَّهِ كَامِلٌ وَأَنَّ هَؤُلَاءِ سُوفِيَّ أَتَوْ بِعَمَلِ مُحْدَثِ جَدِيدٌ And that the deen of Allah, the reason of Allah is one which is kamil, is perfect. And that the Sufiyah have come with an affair which is muhdath, which is new. ليس له علاقة بكتاب الله وسنة سنة النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم. I that this that that was this affair that they're this affair that they're upon. That there's no relationship between that and the book of Allah and the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم. ولم يأتي ذكر التصوف بحال من الأحوال. And so. You don't find within the book of Allah and the Sufi Messenger of Allah وسلم, the mentioning of the Tasawwuf, the, the ways of the Sufiya in any, in any way, shape or form. And they have many different forms. To the extent that it's impossible to, to, to enumerate them all in reality. وَلَكَ عَلَى الْعُمُومِ يُحَذِّرْ مِنْ جَمِيعِ تَرِيكَةِ الْغَلَاءِ وَغَيْرِ الْغَلَاءِ However, in general, they were warned against I those that were excessive and those that weren't. وَأَخْفَاهَا الْاجْتِمَاعَاتِ عَلَى الْأَفْقَارِ لَيْسَ لَهَا أَسَاسِ فِي الْقُرْآنِ الْكَرِيمِ وَلَا فِي كِتَابِ وَلَا فِي كُتُبِ الْحَدِيثِ قَسْسِحَاهِ وَسُنَنْ وَالْمَسَانِيدِ وَكُتُبِ الْأَفْقَارِ وَإِنَّمَا هِيَا أَفْقَارَ مُبْتَدِعًا And likewise, when it comes to these gatherings of dhikr, when it comes to these gatherings of remembrance, which they call, they refer it to, or they refer to it as, then it does not have a basis in Islam. There's no basis for it within the Book of Allah. There's no basis for it within any of the books of Hadith, whether it be the Sihah, Referring to the books of Sahih. So the books of Sahih referring to the books where the, the, the author intended, Ya'ani, Hadith Sahih. Or the books of Sunan, where these books are ordered upon the, 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 the chapters and abwab of Ahkam. Or the books of Masanid, where you have these books of Hadith that are ordered in accordance with the companions that narrated them. Or the books of Afkar. And the books referring to specifically Afkar and narrations of Afkar. None of them mention these gatherings. Now, in reality, these Afkar, these gatherings of remembrance are Mubtadi'ah, yani gatherings which are of innovation. يذكر عن علي بن أبي طالب وليس لعلي لعلي بن أبي طالب رضي عنه كلمة واحدة منه وهذا من باب الدجل على الناس 
وجلبهم إلى المنهج الصوفي وضاء في المنهج الصوفي الضاء المودي. And so, previously you'd find that you have these groups where they would ascribe this way and it'd be upon this way of Sufia and it'd be widespread. And for an example, the Shaykh mentioned was this group known as the Hizba Seyfi. And that they would mention and they would ascribe themselves to Ali and Ibn Abi Talib. However, there was not one word from them that came from Ali ibn Abi Talib. However, it was from their Dajjal. Now, you don't know what Dajjal is. Deception. Deception of absolute, the absolute lies. To the deception of absolute lies to that extent. In order to draw the people away from the manager of the truth and drag them towards Sufia, which is of no doubt, uh, which is. Nah, which is uh, astray and leads others astray. And this is an example of these groups. Where they have musalahad, they have terminologies which they use. And within these terminologies, no doubt, are just is talat, mere play. So they may mention Allahu, Allahu. And there's no mentioning within any of the texts that this was done within the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam or anyone that followed him from amongst the companions or other than that. Now, now, and the Sheikh, he mentioned, I this affair, he mentioned this affair of the Quran Muslim. And so you have many groups within the time that we live in. And for the most well-known amongst these groups in this time that we live in now is the Khwani Muslimin, Jamaat al-Ikhwan, Laqwa Jamaat al-Tabliq, and the Jamaat al-Hizb al-Tahrir, and Jamaat al-Hizb al-Islah, and Jamaat al-Shabaab al-Muhammad, and Jamaat al-Takfir al-Hijra, as we have all these different jama'at, these different groups, describing to something. So you have the jama'at al-Ikhwan, jama'at al-Tabliq, jama'at al-Hizm al-Tahrir, many of these different groups that have, that have become widespread and known in this time that we're living in now. And so amongst that, the Sheikh mentions, فَالْحَذَرَ الْحَذَرَ The person must be aware that they must attain and must adhere to this affair of salvation and saving themselves from their evil. ولا يمكن أن تسلم إلا إذا بذلت جهدك في إناية بكتاب الله عز وجل تلاوة وتدبرا للمعنى مع قراءة الكتب والتفسير المعتبرة كتفسير ابن كثير وتفسير ابن الجرير وتفسير السعدي وتفسير البغوي وهذه فيها كفاية وفيها غنية وإناية بالسنة النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم بإطلاع على كتبها تبدأ بالكتب المختصرة ثم تتوسع حتى تقرأ السحاء والسنن والمسانين And so as mentioned the person 
cannot in reality say or attain the safety except that they exert themselves and they strive in giving the concern, real concern to the book of Allah whether it be or when it comes to its recitation and pondering upon the meanings when reciting it along with reading the books of Tafsir and here the Shaykh mentions some examples in the books of Tafsir so here's a book Tafsir, Tafsir Ibn Kathir which is well known or the Tafsir of Ibn Jarir, which is uh, sometimes also referred to as Tafsir of Tabari. Or Tafsir of Sa'di. The Tafsir of Imam Sa'di. Or Tafsir of Baghawi. And within this, it's sufficient. We read these books, it's sufficient. And that means of a person really giving concern to that. And likewise, the person must give concern not only to the Book of Allah. But to the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So they read the books, Ayah Muqtasara. So they read the shorter books of Hadith, first and foremost. For example, what if one? for example. They give attention to the smooth, shorter books of Hadith. Then read the books of Sihah, and the books of Sahihah, and the books of Sunan, and the books of Masanid. Now, and so this is the individual that has given importance to that. He's given importance to adhering to the sunnah. And he holds on firm to that. Why? Because Allah Ta'ala has commanded us with that by way of his statement. What What does He hold on firm to the rope of Allah. All of you be not divided. With God and Amr, Kama Amil Alimt. فَإِنَّ أَهْلُ سُنَّةِ وَالْجَمَاءِ عُلَمَاءِ وَعُلَمَاءِ سَلَفِ أو أتباعهم هم الذين يطبقون هذه الآية نعم So when you know to come to know this affair then you will know as well the Ahlul Sunnah وَالْجَمَاءِ and the scholars amongst, from amongst the Salaf and those that followed them they are the ones that implement this ayah what testing will be happening in Allah is me and Hold on firm to the rope of Allah, all of you will be not divided. Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah are the ones that adhere to the ayah. And they are the ones that implement the ayah. And likewise, they are the ones that implement the ayah, which is uh, which, end, which is at the, the end of Surah Al-Majalla, the ayah which is mentioned in this particular qaida. Uh, Allah and you will not find the people that believe in Allah and the last day having an association and love for those that oppose Allah and His Messenger. So they adhere to this ayah. This ayah of Allah and Allah and Allah. They're loving and hating for the sake of Allah. Association, disassociation for the sake of Allah. Wal-mahada darajat mutanawiyah. And when it comes to the muhada, yani the opposition, then it's of different levels. Opposition is of different levels. فَمَنْ يُحَادَ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولُهُ فَيَخْرُجْ مِنَ الْإِسْلَامِ And so, you have those that oppose Allah and His Messenger to the extent that it causes them to leave Islam. 
يتق الله ومنهم من يحاد الله ورسوله بالبدعة and from them you have those that oppose Allah and his messenger by way of innovation if إنها تعتبر في المرتبة الثانية بعد الشرك وهي أكبر من كبائر الظلوم لأن صاحب الكبيرة كالشارب الخمر والزاني والسارق ونحويهم نعم يلبها تارة ويتوب إلى الله عز وجل إذا ذكر ثم هو يعرف أن ارتكب معصية لكن صاحب البدعة إذا تمكنت من قلبه تجده يجاهد في سبيل نشرها ويذب عنها تدينا وينشرها جادا ومجتهدا إذا ذب أهل سنة عن سنتهم وبينوا بطلان بدعة فإنه يذب ويغضب من أجل ذلك ويفعل عفائل التي قد يعجز عنها غيره قد يعجز عنها غيره As I was mentioned you have the first in terms of opposition opposition to, opposition to Allah and his messenger can be يعني كفر and shirkiyat when a person opposes Allah and his messenger as opposed to Allah and his messenger so they said that he's left the, the form of Islam then you have those that oppose Allah and his messenger to the extent that he's fallen into innovations where he's fallen into innovations and so when it comes to this individual then this is from the greatest of the major sins this is among, from amongst the greatest of the major sins for example right after shirk For the one that falls into the kabira, to the major, falls into the major sin, like drinking alcohol, or the one that steals, or the one that commits uh, zina, commits fornication, or other than that, then it's possible that the person comes to know, or they have a regret. At times, the person regrets falling into that sin. And so as a result of that, the individual will make tawbah. The individual will turn back to Allah and repent to Allah for these major sins. If he remembers that which he's fallen into. Because he's well aware that he's fallen into ma'asi, he's fallen, he's, fallen into, he's fallen into disobedience. However, sahib al bidah the one that's fallen into bidah if it has come attached within his heart, then you'll find that he will strive, he will fight in order to spread his innovation. <coughs> and you find that he will defend it as a means of today, yeah, a means of his deed. You find that he will defend it, consider it to be an action which is a rewardable action. And he will adhere to that affair of a defended it. Striving in its way. <coughs> However, Ahlul Sunnis wa Jama'ah, they are the individuals that defend the Sunnah. 
And they are the individuals that clarify the falsehood of their innovations. And so their defense and their anger is in relation to that by way of their inno the innovations that the people fall into and their actions that the people fall into and preventing the people from yeah, attaining and being upon the haq. So essentially in the khitab, khitab yeah, in summary, as to conclude, they did the Hezbollah, the party of Allah, Ladina, Radiallahu, Anhum, Waradu'an, in which Allah Ta'ala is pleased with them and they are pleased with Him. Huma Ladina, Akhadu, Bikitabi, Laiza, Wajal, Bifaham, Sahih, Wainaya, Tama, Wabi Sunnah, Nabi, Al Karim, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. I dare individuals that have taken and adhered to the correct understanding and adhered to that which is good. And to the Sunnah of the Prophet وسلم, with the correct understanding. Now, gains that correct understanding except that they give importance to taking knowledge from its people I right? seeking knowledge amongst the ulama the ulama of the shuriya that have given importance to the Quran and this, this tafsir and the akid of the salaf of salih and adhering and give importance and give due care to the sunnah adhering to the sunnah of the Sayyid of Mursidin, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Naam, إِذَا سَلَكَ الطُّلَابِ الْعِلْمِ هَذَا مَسْلَكَ الْمَسْلَكَ إِذَا يَذَّكَرْتَ وَأَخَذُوا عَنْ أَشْيَاقِهِمْ أَخِيَ أَشْيَاقِ الْعُلَمَاءِ وَلَوْ رَحَلُوا بَعْدَ الْرِحْلَةِ فِيَأْتَابِرْ كُلُّ جَهْدِ فِي هَذَا السَّبِيلِ قَلِيلًا وَحِيًّا the question, if the people of knowledge traverse upon that path, which has been mentioned, which has been mentioned, and they take from the people of knowledge, and the shuyukh, the shiakh, the ulama, even if they have to travel, and it's a long journey, then they will find that this journey, or this, this traversing, will be considered, this johan will be considered to be one, which is of ease and something small for them to do. For ويقطع مسافات ويواصل الليل والنهار من أجل أن يسمع حديثا واحدا. So this affair of طلب العلم or traveling to seek knowledge began and is is a way of the صالحين and is a mannerism that you found from amongst the علماء that have proceeded beginning with the companions of Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم where they traveled 
by some of the, the, the most virtuous amongst them travel from Medina to Asham. And he traveled upon the, the, on the horseback on camelback to Asham. And they would travel long distances to the extent that they would be traveling throughout the night and the day. Just for some of them to hear, to hear one hadith. Just hear one hadith. They may travel for this in such a long period of time. And this is what we find from amongst the affair of the companions. شهرا كاملا تقريبا ذهابا ومثله ايابا من اجل ان يعلم حديثا واحدا وما اشرفه وما اجله لانه من سنه النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم. And so, as an example of that, was the journey of Jabir ibn Abdullah, where he traveled for a period of one month, one way, and the same amount of time returning. In order for him to hear one hadith, in order for him to hear one hadith, for Rihla fiha jihad, for Rihla fiha jihad, fi sibidillah, wa ihrazuha, wa fahmuha, wa nashruha, bil jihad, fi sibidillah, but who are other bil jihad, fil ma'arik, lianna al alim, yan shuruhu lil ilm, yetasabab fi hayat al kulub. وَفِيهِ تَوْجِيهِ الْجَاهِلِينَ وَفِيهِ إِنْقَاذِ الْحِيَارَةِ إِلَى غَيْرِ ذَلِكِ مِنَ الْمَصَالِحِ الَّتِي يَحْرُسُ الطُّلَابِ الْعِلْمِ الصَّادِقِينَ فِي الْطَلَبِ على المنهج الصحيح ومن الطريق الصحيح والأهل العلم موفوق بأكيدتهم ومنهجهم غزاره غزارة العلمهم هذا هو الطريق وفي هذا يقول النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من سلك طريقا يلتمس فيه علما سهل الله له به طريقا الى الجنه. And so in relation to this affair of this traveling, seeking knowledge, that this is a journey which is jihad by itself. It's jihad for the one that is seeking that knowledge, seeking to understand it, seeking to spread it. It's all from jihad of Rasulullah. Rather, as well, you can regard it as being greater than the jihad where the people fight on the battlefields. Why? Because the alim is spreading knowledge, and it's a means of giving light to the hearts and giving direction to those that are falling into ignorance and removing people from a state of confusion. This is for their. Then this is something which is for their overriding benefit. And this is the path of the Tulad al ilm that no doubt are seeking knowledge and are seeking the knowledge in the, in the correct, of the correct manhaj and upon the correct way. And the reality is that you find that those that have been given the tawfiq in Aqidah and the correct creed they will traverse upon that way of manhaj. And traverse upon that way of seeking knowledge. As the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentions, whoever 
traverses upon our path, seeking knowledge, and Allah Ta'ala make the path to Jannah easy for them. So what is better than that, that particular path, that particular journey that person makes? Whether it, regardless of whether it be a journey which is a short distance, is close by, or far distance. And so this, no doubt, is an example of the manner in which we can really and truly adhere to the correct manhaj. So the Shaykh, essentially, in uh, summary, he's mentioning, Barakallahu Fikum, that in order, to ad- in order to adhere to the haq, in order for us to adhere to that truth, and stay away from these groups that are present now, that are spreading different forms of innovation, they must give importance to the book and the sunnah. Must give importance to the Quran. Must give importance to the tafsir and understanding of the Quran. Must give importance to the Sunnah and understanding the books of Sunnah. And this is done by way of seeking knowledge. And the best way to seek knowledge is at the feet of the scholars. And if you have to travel to do so, then the person must travel to do so. And so thus he's mentioned these examples of individuals that have travelled and have done these actions, which are no doubt actions of fadl, of virtue and good. And no doubt are beneficial. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. For example, Akhirah, Ikhwah, wa Barakallahu Fikum, wa sallallahu wa barak ala Nabina Muhammad, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam, wa akhidah wa ala alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.